Welcome back to the Professional Stepdad Show. I'm your host, Franco Zavala. This is episode 162 of the show. Thank you guys very much for watching on YouTube, for listening on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Um, so I wanted to bring up a couple things. I have been kind of not holding back, but you know, a lot of the times because I film this this podcast out of my home, you know, I've got five kids, so my home is loud. I've got two kids in high school, one kid in seventh grade, and then I have my daughters in college always coming back and forth, plus my dog and some cats and et cetera. So I was always kind of getting a little bit irritated, the fact that I couldn't shoot episodes at specific times of the day because I was so afraid of like the noise and, and how loud it is. Then my wife said something to me yesterday that I thought was really cool. And that thing was, she said, just embrace it, embrace the chaos, because through that, you're gonna find some really magical things. And I really took what she said to heart. I thought about it all day. And she's right. I mean, I'm so worried all the time about having the right lighting or having the right audio or not having a lot of noise in the background that I would let it frustrate me. I would let the chaos overwhelm my thoughts. I would let the chaos overwhelm the productivity I have for the show. And that stops today. And then I thought, man, I wonder how many other shows or people that film podcasts, if they would just embrace the suck is what they call it, embrace the chaos how uh, unique and authentic their shows could be. So from here on out, from 162 on, I will no longer be only recording episodes when it's completely dead quiet here. Now, mind you, I mean, if the, somebody's mowing a lawn in the back and I can't, you're not gonna be able to hear me, I obviously won't shoot, but still, when the kids come or when it's loud or just when the chaos happens, I'm just gonna embrace it. And I'm, and I'm going to expect beautiful moments to come out of it. All right, guys, today's episode is gonna be your greatest obstacle is you. It's not a fitting title for, uh, for today's episode because of basically what I just said. My obstacle was me. My obstacle over the last, you know, 162 episodes, 161 episodes, my obstacle was I wanted to always try to be perfect in these shows that I put together and how I record them and how I put them out. <clears throat> and the perfection that I was seeking ended up being a huge negative for the productivity of the show. I mean, I could probably be, I would probably have all close to 300 episodes now if I would have just shot when I wanted to shoot and filmed no matter what. But my biggest obstacle was me. Now I wanted to, I'm saying this because I wanted to, and it's really easy. It would have been really easy for me to blame my wife, blame the kids for being loud, blame my dog for barking, blame friends for being over, you know, um, because shifting blame to somebody else always makes you feel better. Like it's, you had, there's no control over it, but there really is control because the, the obstacle in this scenario was always me. It was, it was my search for perfection when it comes to how I make this show. And I don't want to be like that anymore. So then I started thinking about like how each and every one of you that are progressively moving forward through your blended family journey. I'm wondering how many times you've been held back because you held you back. And, and it definitely was you holding you back. But if you, but in that moment, it was probably, you probably thought it was others. You probably thought it was the bio dad, the family members, 
friends of family members, you name it, you probably, I mean, it's really easy to kind of take a look at your scenario and say, it's all their fault. It's their doing that I'm not winning. It's, it's because of them that I'm not successful in my blended family. It's because of them that the kids won't connect with me. It's because of them that I just don't feel like anybody wants me here. But I'm pretty sure that if you were to just get honest with yourself, you would, and you were to reverse engineer the last however many years or months or days that you've been a stepdad, you will see that it all starts with you and your greatest obstacle is you and it forever will be. You can't always win with the kids. You can't always win with your wife and in, in your marriage. You can't always win with your business and friends. You can't, it just has to, you have to have obstacles in your life in order to overcome so you can learn from them. Nobody's ever learned anything by winning all the time. Learning comes from failing, from losing. And as you, as you look at your life, as you look at the kids, if you, as you look at your marriage, your business, yourself, be honest and say, am I getting in my own way here? Am I sabotaging myself? And you'll, you'll probably agree that it is, it is you. Now for the hard-headed people out there that obviously don't want to agree with me because they're still stuck on it's their fault, it's because of them, and point all the fingers that way, well, I'm just hoping that you hear this message right now and sooner or later, if you come back to this episode, you'll finally wake the fuck up. Nobody's perfect. Nothing that we do is perfect. Nothing we do as stepdads is perfect. Um, I got a question that was sent to me over Instagram and I thought it was an interesting question. And it was literally just right before I started film. And here, and, and, and it was mom. And she's a stepmom to his kids and he's a stepdad to her kids. And her 15 year old says, you know, I don't want him to say I love you to me anymore. Um, he, he's not my dad. And so her question to me was, how do I approach him about this? Because I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want to start an argument. I, I don't want to, I don't want to put him on the defense immediately. <clears throat> and I, and I had an answer immediately for it because it can, you, I could easily complicate the shit out of that question. I could easily hand her a, an answer that is so embedded with knowledge that it would probably complicate it even more. So I decided to keep it real simple. And, and remember, this is all based around this today's subject of your greatest obstacle is you. I told her that best way to approach him is this. He's a 15 year old boy. He's going through changes and you know, he's just not really comfortable with another man saying, I love you, regardless of who it is. So just say something along the lines of, you know, he's growing and he, he doesn't like my son is 13. He hates the word cute. If you say cute to him, he just does not like it. You say the word handsome. It's okay. So I like, look, approach him in a way where you just let her know that, let him know that he's going through some changes and he doesn't just, feel, he just feels uncomfortable with another man, especially not his dad, a, a, a stepdad, but another man saying, I love you and leave it at that and let him know it has nothing to do with him and eventually he'll come around. What you're hoping for is this, what you're hoping for is you're hoping that stepdad understands what it is because we've all been there. We've all done it. I mean, I used to kiss my dad goodnight every single solitary night until I was like 12. And then when he went to go kiss me one night, I kind of moved out of the way. And I felt, I don't know why all of a sudden started to feel uncomfortable. Same with my son. You know, my son is, is getting older and you can see these little changes happening, but it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with him. And just like I told her, her 15 year old, 
I know he's saying, I don't want him to say I love you because he's my stepdad and he's not my real dad. I get it. But in reality, it's just the, it's the way he's feeling about that. It's the feeling. So his job as a stepdad is going to take it for what it's worth. Okay, I understand. And I would set that goal. I would set a goal and the goal would be, I'm gonna work my ass off to listen to him, to get to know him better, to pay attention to him, to spend some time with him. I'm gonna learn his love language and understand where he's coming from. And eventually it'll pay off. Eventually years down the road, it'll pay off. And I know that it works because it works for me. My oldest daughter, I've told you guys this story plenty of times. My oldest daughter did not like me whatsoever, did not want me there. She was my greatest obstacle within my blended family because she was the closest to dad. But I didn't take it personal. It had nothing to do with me. If I would have taken it personal and I would have continued to attack her and attack the scenario and the situation, I would have been in arguments with my wife. My, my connection with her would have never been good. Um, we would have never talked. And, but thank God I decided to go the opposite direction. I had to move out of my own way and understand that it wasn't about me. It was about her and how she was feeling. And I just decided to get to know who she was. And I was going to put in the work and I was going to put in the time, the quiet hours. And I wasn't going to wait for the, the high fives and the attaboys and the thank yous and I appreciate yous and I value yous. I wasn't going to wait for any of that. I was going to go work on myself. I was going to go work on my family. I was going to go work on my marriage and I was going to create an unstoppable team with my wife. And I was going to do everything in my power to understand how to communicate with my kids so that down the road, because of all the work that I put in, I would eventually strike gold. And that's what happened with me. I ended up getting a letter from my oldest daughter the day she graduated, when she left and she moved to college and I had it sitting on my desk. I would love to read it to you guys, but I don't have it in front of me. Um, and it was pretty much everything that any stepdad could ever ask for, especially from the kid and the family that just didn't want you there. Thank yous. I appreciate yous. Thank God you came into our life. I'm so happy. You make us happy. You make my mom happy. Like these little things. But I wasn't just kind of always waiting for it and anticipating it. And I wasn't always asking mom, when do you think she's going to give me this? When is she going to come around? It wasn't about that. I had to worry about myself and about my family and about the fact that her feelings are her feelings and her situation and what she's going through is what she's going through. So I gave it, you know, like I said, back to the question asked to me just right before I came on, the best advice I can give you is just, just take it for what it is, agree to it and know that it's just the way he is currently right now in this point in time in this, in his life. But if you put in the work stepdad over the next two, three, five years, whatever it takes, Eventually, you can say I love you and he's going to say I love you too. It'll work. I know it does. But he has to see that you're not going anywhere. He has to see that you're there for him. He has to see that you know who he is, that you know how to communicate with him, that you're listening when he talks. It's important. So stepdads, stepmoms, parents, anyone listening to the show today, I want you guys to know that your greatest obstacle will always be you. Your greatest obstacle will always be the way you think, how you act and react. And if you're not constantly working on yourself daily to improve, to get better and to be better, you, are, you, will, you will begin to notice a, re, a repetition of positive and negative, but the same kind of positive and negative all the time. And you're going to feel stuck, stagnant, and you're not, it isn't going to be, it doesn't, it's not going to feel like you're moving. 
And our job as step-parents is to progressively move forward, not to stay standing still. That is our job is not to just be a, a, a placement. Um, my kids like to use the word NPC. Our job is to be more than that. And we cannot be more than that for them until we're more than that for ourselves. So I guess that's episode 162 of the show. Again, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, anything like that, send us an email, contact at theprofessionalstepdad.com. And I will talk to you guys manana. Be well. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Listen, if you know a stepdad who is in need of any of this information, do me a favor right now. Hit that subscribe button and share this episode with them as fast as possible. Did you do it? You Okay, you did it. Quiet on the set, please. Thank you, everybody.